Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. The one and only notorious glorious V the Grill Economist coming to you live. Let's watch us trade cryptos. It's over. It's done, folks. There's going to be no more cryptocurrencies. They're banning all of it everywhere. Uh, Bitcoin's going to crash to zero. Uh, yep. Run for the hills. It's the end of the world. Comet is going to strike the planet. Coming <laughs> back. And to tell us all about it is Z, Nick, and the man named Frank. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey, What's hey this on? is Frank. Uh, on, on Sunday, um, um, uh, we, we had our church barbecue and I'm at Are the you table. mumbling and stumbling again? No, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. It, right. It's it's on my good mic, right? Sometimes yep. my mic is wrong. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at the church barbecue trying to find all the low-carb options because I'm fat and I'm not allowed to eat bread anymore. And uh, the, my pastor comes up behind me. He's like, hey, man, I heard Bitcoin was dead and I, I was really worried about you. Is everything okay? <laughs> oh, I said, yeah. I said it dies. It dies at least once a month in the media. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> oh, Actually, you're allowed to eat bread if you get like this. If we're over at you know in Manhattan, uh-huh. uh, like a bunch of barbecue, and you know you get that uh, s'mores bread pudding. That's- oh, slow carb, right? Oh man, <laughs> that yeah, was what good. he's alluding to is the first time we ever met in person. I'm telling everybody we're at a barbecue place and I'm being pretty good. I mean, you know, barbecue always has a little sugar on it, but I'm yeah, being pretty good. I'm, telling them, that's the problem. I'm working on my keto game. Right. And, uh, and everything's cool. And then, and then V's like, I'll be right back. It comes back to the table with s'mores bread pudding for everybody, oh including God. me, puts it in front of me knowing that I'm an undisciplined fat child at heart. And I tore into that thing so fast. I don't know. It's over. Was baby Jesus proud or disappointed? Or he, maybe- was, he was crying in his crib saying, Frank will never change. Yeah, He'll right. Never change. I believe they call it a manger, but yeah. And, I mean, anybody wants to know what that barbecue <laughs> joint is? It's Mighty Quinn's, baby. Mighty oh, that place Quinn's was barbecue. great. That place was great. Oh, yeah, I was it's officially so type 1 diabetic shortly after that meal. It was awesome. It was a, it was a good time. Mm, I'm so hungry. I'm fasting today, so I don't know why I'm talking about this with you guys. I'm not eating at all. I'm looking at pictures <laughs> of food on Mighty Quinn's right what now. What is going on? The wings? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, before we get into stuff, um, I wanted to tell people about a new feature. They go to the cryptoschool.io. We're sending out a uh, newsletter now, Monday Market Update. And uh, it's got some really useful, cool stuff in it. So, for example, I don't want to give the whole thing away. You can, you can go. Actually, you missed this week's. But if you go to our posts, our the latest blog, scroll down the page a little bit. It's a, it's a section called the latest. 
you can read the content of it, but it's not as fancy. It doesn't look as cool as the, the newsletter that comes in your email box. So the way to get that is real simple. Just go to um, thecryptoschool.io and sign up for our newsletter. Shoot. You have to wait five seconds and it'll pop up. But I'll, I'll, I keep forgetting to put the little form in there, but I will real soon. So go to thecryptoschool.io and you want that newsletter, folks. It's free and it's got some, uh, some useful stuff. So, for example, today, uh, Cowboy gave us some, some tidbits about uh, how the market's looking. And uh, I think it'll be helpful for people. So sign up. It's, uh, it's a cool newsletter, thecryptoschool.io. Mm -hmm. free. It's free. It's free. Can't complain about what's in it. It's free. Yeah, it's all <laughs> exactly. Monday market update. That's what we're calling it. So it's gonna be cool. Good deal. Monday, Monday, Monday. What's going on with the markets, man? The beat down continues. What's going on? What's going on? All right, well, from a, a technical standpoint, I think uh, Crypto Nakos is probably gonna be better to handle it from a fundamental standpoint. Crypt Nakos. Yeah. So, mm. so what, what do you? Um, yeah, so what's it called? Uh, um, you know, we had a few, a couple things that are really interesting. Um, one, uh, some of you guys saw in the news, the Winklevoss twins, they're releasing a um, an Ethereum token. It's going to be an ERC-20 token, which is, that means it's built on the Ethereum platform. Um, and it's going to be just like uh, Tether claims it, it is, right? It's going to be backed, it's going to be a token that is backed by the US dollar. It's going to be fully audited. Um, it's going to be on the actual Ethereum network, so everything can be actually be traced. So you can actually will be able to uh, audit it yourself if you really wanted to uh, track how much um, you know U.S. dollar is essentially based against that token. Um, so I think that's a you know a good a good stepping stone. You know, there's more um, there's more clarity, there's more um, trust in uh, in using that sort of a uh, form of um, token. I know that you know Tether has had a lot of FUD behind it. Um, even True USD now is starting to gain a little bit of a FUD behind it. So um, at the end of the day, everybody is kind of hesitant on what to do. Um, so I think this is a nice alternative, especially if it is continuously audited, you know, monthly, um, the way they claim it's going to be. Yeah, it's uh, it, there's some excitement there. Um, you know, and I'm going to sound a certain way to people right now, but you know. I can't wait to find out what a certain way means. <laughs> uh, well, let's just say it involves tinfoil and headwear. Um, yes. So the way I look at this with the news, like the, the best way to deal with Bitcoin, like for me, has been chart-wise. Um, if you look at the chart right now, actually, uh, I'm doing some Fibonacci stuff, but we'll, we'll, that's not what we're looking at right now. I'll, I'll just take that off for now. Um, so... Uh, the other night I saw like some things in the charts. And so, you know, I told everybody that is entertained by crypto Nekos and I, um, the, in the, in the, in our room there over at, uh, watch us trade link is in the description, www.thecryptoschool.io. Um, I saw some things and I said, I'm going to get out in this area. This like 72 to 71 area. And I set my stop losses here. And it says I was going to get out. So as long as that chance is not going to go down that far. But my uh, my math, my TA said that if it does go down that far, chances are it's going to continue to go. And we got out right here and all the way down here. We're still trailing downwards. Um, we're in a consolidation, right? So if you take a look at some of the resistances, like areas that you're going to see, um, roughly 6,800 is one of them. And I'm being a little quick and dirty on this. Um, and then you're going to have like a... Like right now, 6,400 is where I said it would fall. I said it would fall to 64. 
and actually consolidated there for a minute and then it went down and now we're kind of in like the 6200 range we had ourselves a nice drop again um i personally think we could see one of two things happen or maybe two of two it just depends on what order it's going to happen in um you know we're at that point where what happens in the next week or two is going to determine whether the longer market is ready to neutralize because we have been bearish for quite some time i think uh I think stage four, stage three, stage four bearish markets. So essentially, we've been overall bearish with these moments where we actually go bullish for like in the midterm. This is where crypto Nikos and I make a ton of money is in these bullish midterm relief legs like this one right here. You know, we went down to six all the way up to like 74. Um, I don't know. What is that? 20, 20 percent, something like that, that we went up. Uh, I think that is 20 percent. Um, so, you know, um, we make a lot of money here. For those of us who are doing the, uh, the leverage game on the Fitmex and stuff, I made a bunch of money right here on the way down. Um, I shorted right around like 7000 and uh, I got back out at $64.50, uh, made a nice 20% on that. And so basically, uh, you know, we're making money wherever money is to be made. Um, although we don't really give leverage calls in that room. We do have, uh, there are other places that give leverage calls, but we don't. So basically, uh, you know, I take a look at your supports, take a look at your resistances. 6,400 was a good support. And if we stay, go too far below 6,400 in this kind of area, that's really based sort of right here to right about here. It's kind of where we are right now. This is like the zone of nowhere. Um, so if we go down from here, we could go down a lot farther. We might not. Um, in fact, we actually have it outlined in the room as to exactly what I think is going to happen. We just don't want to give that information here. Um, if we go up, then I think we would probably bounce off of like this 6,700 roughly area. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, we might actually pop up before we pop down. Now, if we pop up and we retrace, if we bounce off this kind of this 6,400 area, like right about here, and we start going up, this actually could mean that this low right here that we're in currently might be the beginning of higher lows as associated to uh, with this low um, or even this low before it. Now, yep. when I'm do, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Z, I know crypto uh, Nikos uh, has been doing some, some awesome TA as he always does. And his, uh, even though our methods are a little bit different, our numbers are matching up, which is a really good sign. Um, so basically, even if this low is a bit of a fluke, because if you look at it on the daily, it's actually a wick. So if you were to actually go daily candle body, it would be here, which is still higher, I'm sorry, lower than this low. You got this low here, that low there. So if this ends up being low, we actually pop up and we bounce off of here. We are beginning a higher low cycle, which could be either a consolidation, which would be a hint at neutralization of the market. Um, but right now we are truly in a no man's land. Um, and I have my opinion on where it's going to go next, pretty well documented inside the room. So, um, so there you go. That's, that's yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, right now, we are absolutely in no man's lands, guys. Um, right now, the uh, bullish and the bearish indicators are both flashing. If you really look into the various charts, the various time frames, I bet you Cowboy could find like four bullish indicators um, as well as four bearish indicators. There is a lot of um, speculation on which way it's going to go up or down. And um, right now it is in a no trade zone. Uh, we have to be very careful because as uh, some of the things that we do as traders is that 
we look at risk slash reward ratio, right? So we look to see whether is it worth it to get into a specific coin or is it worth it right now to trade? And right now at the moment, we have some speculations on where we want to enter or exit. Um, but right now at the very moment, forcing trades is the biggest noob mistake um that a lot of you know newbies do they they force trades you know without actual seeing confirmation and that is a very very rookie move um so you know stand by for that inside the watcher trade room we already in uh, we already spoke about certain zones in which we're looking to get into and um we're going to be monitoring we're going to be up to uh keeping everybody up to date on that so stand by for that everybody who's inside the room uh congratulations real fast I like to give a shout outs to people, you know, who have been doing really well, have been following the uh, the calls and whatnot. Um, you know, congratulations to um, Steve uh, Swellen. You know, he's already up, you know, over a BTC right now from our calls. You know, that's the kind of stuff that we like to see. Um, you know, so far we you have been following the calls. You know, like I said last week on some of my live shows, we are up right now over two thousand dollars per BTC. So. Regardless, though, I understand a lot. You know, I had actually had a really good conversation this morning. In, inside the room this morning, there was a guy um, inside there called Thor. And we were talking about what exactly, you know, uh, what exactly is the state of the cryptocurrency market? And, you know, he was arguing that, you know, decentralization is awesome and, and decentralization will ultimately grow the cryptocurrency market. For me, I actually disagree. I think that in a sense, centralization, seeing um, what's it called, regulations come into play, um, seeing, you know, big money come into play is actually a good thing. The thing right now that is that a lot of people are scared when they see big money come in, right? They think that big money is going to manipulate the entire thing and, you know, it's going to push out small traders. And that is very true. There, there definitely is some truth behind that. But the thing is, guys, is that if you can understand how big money plays, if you can actually read the trends, the way Cowboy has been reading with his charts, guess what? You can make a load of money. You can make a ton of money behind it just by following what the big guys are doing. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And that's why we've been killing it. So, I think there's, there's two ways to look at it, right? So there's the sort of, I want my libertarian paradise view, which uh, you know wants everything decentralized and, and which we all love philosophically. But if you're looking at the market from the standpoint of how can I make money off of this, Big money coming in helps. So I, I you know, it's it's rough because you're kind of, of of two minds, right? Correct, correct. I you want, you want both somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I don't ever get married to the market as a trader, guys. Um, you know, if cryptos decides to tank in like three years, then I'll just walk away from cryptos. I'll make my money right now and I move on to the next, um, you know, next best thing. That's just what a good investor, in my opinion, does. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to stay married to your coin. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, married to your coin. I actually spoke with somebody who said that they got married to, um, you know, some of these stocks, you know, during the dot com boom yesterday. Oh, and actually, you know, he, they'll let you have those kind of weddings over in Thailand and stuff. You can get. <laughs> Wait, I can marry my coin in Thailand? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the most popular one right now is uh, what's that one? Medblock. People are marrying that one left and right. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm definitely going don't there. Bring, that will bring up help with my ladyboy transformation. Don't bring up oh, the beautiful past. <laughs> yeah so so regardless though guys you know we don't get married to industries we don't get married to coins you know we're we're here to be practical we're here to make as much money as possible i understand that a lot of people are like well these are what the good guys are doing well i don't you know good guys bad guys you know that's a very fuzzy line guys you know that's a very very fuzzy line and um 
you know, if I can make money and I can provide for my family, I can provide for like my kids or whatnot in the future, then that's what I'm going to prioritize. I'm going to prioritize myself first. Unfortunately, you know, that's just how it is. I'm going to look out for number one first, and then I'm going to then look at the big picture. But first, I'm going to have to cover my own self. And um, that's so why I had that. Bastard. I know that sounds just right, but that's why, you know, and then, you know, if I can make a ton of money guys, then yeah, of course I'm going to try to give back as best as possible and like do the right thing, but I'm going to do it my own way. Um, you know, I don't believe that, you know, getting married to an industry that, um, you know, getting married to an industry is the right way to do so. Um, but anyways, that's just my, uh, my little rant there. It's a matter of, uh, if people want to inject their moral, you know, uh, opinions into a market and the market has no morality like this Correct. is morality this is about what's going to make me money today like yeah i'm not going to invest in i want to go kill people coin because i don't believe in that like i have a certain level of morality there but for the most part like you know if there's a project that isn't hurting people and i know it's going to make me money then i'm into investing in that project correct exactly exactly we're here to make money guys um it's just that simple. We're here to make money, right? This is called rogue news. It used to be called rogue money, you know, before um, it's not called, you know, which, which would have been a, which would have been a better answer, uh, finish tagline for you. Yeah. This is called rogue money. You know, this is called rogue money. <laughs> it's like trailed off there. You're like, this is called yeah, rogue uh, news. It used to be called. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It would have been, was, it would have been so cool. Like I know it would have been so cool. But, um, <laughs> you can't win them all guys. <laughs> you can't win them all. If you actually go down, it's actually roguemoney.net. So you're, yeah. you're 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 a fine young man. It's just, everybody makes mistakes. Fine young cannibal. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I guess let's talk about a few things. We can go over what Litecoin. We can go over a few other things. Um, for those of you who didn't hear, uh, Coinbase. Uh, we talked about this on the last show, but Coinbase is partnering up with BlackRock to release an ETF. Um, that is actually pretty, um, if I was going to have to bet on any of the ETF proposals that are going to be approved, um, that is definitely one that I'll probably bet on if it, whenever it does come up to uh, fruition, um, you know, obviously BlackRock is a massive company, so it's probably has its best bet, um, of approval through, uh, through BlackRock if anything. Um, but yeah, I guess let's chart a few coins, take a look at Litecoin, all the favorites, Litecoin, Digibyte the whole nine yards. I actually had a good conversation this morning as well with those guys, um, had a little teaching section inside of the room where we uh, spoke about market caps guys. And, and people are wondering, they're like, well, you know, can Digibyte hit a dollar? And I was like, well, can Digibyte hit a dollar fast? And I was like, well, you tell me like, like, what do you think? Like, let me, let me, I'm trying to understand why you think Digibyte can hit a dollar soon and they're like well it's only at two cents right now and um and you know it can hit a dollar because of fomo and and people are going to want to buy in because it's so cheap and i was like well how about you tell me like metrics like how about you tell me what the current market cap is with digibyte and and try to make sense about that so right now just real fast digibyte is at 250 million dollar market cap it's circling supplies 10.7 billion tokens 10.7 billion tokens so for digibyte to hit a dollar Digibyte, its market cap is going to be $10.7 billion. There don't, are only there. What's up, Cowboy? Don't think so. <laughs> there are only three coins out there right now, guys. At the very moment, there's only three coins out there that is that are above 10 billion. And that are that is XRP, which is, you know, everybody hates XRP. It's decentralized, it's owned by the banks, yada yada yada. Um, Ethereum, which is the mother of all coins, which, you know, literally like has borne 
like I guess people, you know, it has, people have developed on Ethereum 90% of the tokens currently out there, 95% of the tokens, and uh, Bitcoin, which is the father coin. So you ask yourself, what gives Digibyte the audacity to think that it can be up at that threshold with these giants? Why Digibyte? And then I ask those people these questions, and no one can really answer this question to me. Oh, it's because of, uh, of Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of Minecraft back in like 2015, you know, when it failed. But like the point I'm trying to say though is that you know a lot of these guys you know yes is it cheap can it rise up yes of course it can rise up but understand guys that there is such thing as as something called market cap and it's already at 250 million and you have to look at both you know the the current price not just the current price but you also have to look at the circling supply these are things that are very very important and this is why when people say oh you know dent is going to hit ten dollars or something ridiculous like that I laugh because dent dent has like I don't know how many coins that has, you know? Um, what's, the, what's the current use uh, case for Digibyte? Digibyte is used as a transactor. Um, so people tout that Digibyte is very fast. Um, it's secure um, and all this stuff. But the thing about Digibyte, I, I honestly don't know too, too much about Digibyte. But the honest thing about Digibyte that I do know is that its transaction speed is not nearly the fastest. If anybody is going to take the cake as the fastest transactor, which is still kind of a meme. Like, I mean, there's a certain level where like, like, you know, like uh, the, the way I describe transaction speed is it's very similar to um, frames per second on your computer. If you actually, but, but the naked eye can only handle 60 frames per second. If you have 180 frames per second on your computer or like 300 frames per second, unless you say you're playing a game, you can tell like lightly, but for the most part, you can't really tell. People think that they need to like get all these crazy graphics cards and so forth. Same thing with transaction speeds. There's going to be a certain limit in which transaction speeds are used um, that that people want to scale up to, and then afterwards, there really is no need to to have you know a million transactions per second. There's That's no great. there's That's no great use point. Case. there's no it's use so, case. It's for so that. fast it becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Well, Visa is only sixty thousand. Visa is only sixty thousand, and people have no problem using Visa right now. And there's so many people in the world that use Visa. So ask yourself, like, do we need a million? Like, do we really need? So, but anyways, the person that takes the cake, right now, the coin that takes the cake, is Dragon Coin, Dragon Chain. I don't. I'm a. I'm fifty fifty with Dragon. It's okay. Its fundamentals are good. Um, I'm fifty fifty with it. I'm not the biggest fan of their team, but um, Dragon actually has an unlimited scalability for its transactions per second. It's actually cross chain, meaning that it can um, it can connect with other chains out there, like the Ethereum chain, like the Neo chain, Net5 chain, and so forth. It can actually transact throughout there simultaneously, and um, it has un unlimited scalability. So, you know, then then you ask yourself, then where does Digibyte kind of kind of fall under? You know, like why Digibyte when Dragon is only worth right now? Dragon, I believe this morning I checked, Dragon was worth like forty million market cap. So why wouldn't I, why as an investor, why wouldn't I invest in a coin that is worth a fifth of what Digibyte is worth, hoping that that is going to ramp up and make me more money? So, you know, I ask these kind of questions and no one can seem to answer them. So, yep. Anyways. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm full up on, uh, on uh, Dogecoin. I think that's going to be the best coin ever. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, by the way, Dogecoin, man. Oh, man. It, you know, last week it rose up like 200% or something like that. It's been crazy. No one expected it. Um, the funny thing is that the people who actually made money off of Dogecoin are the people that know nothing about crypto. I knew a guy that's at the dog park that I normally go to that made like over three grand off of Dogecoin because he just threw some money at it on Robinhood <laughs> and he killed it.
So, yeah. you know, it's just so funny. <laughs> well, I mean, those days may be back later, but they're not they're not happening right now. Yeah, they're not happening now. I mean, to look at Digibyte technically, um, I mean, yeah, you know, right now is actually an important time because we're headed downwards. And so if we break any of these lows, especially this low at about, what is that, 360 Satoshi, um, then we'll have broken a structure low. Um, you know, if you break this low, that's a little bit higher around 365. That's not a good thing. It puts just kind of a no, no man's land. But if we break 360 and go downwards and we stay down there on a daily candle print candle body, then yeah, it's not looking very good. Um, each of these breakdowns has ended up with a bullish engulfing candle on the daily, which is a sign of bullishness. As you can see, we had this rise up after that. So, I mean, Digibyte, yeah, I'm not sure what powers it. I think people just love their old coins from 2015. Um, you know, people would like to talk about polymath and, you know, just all these like Kung Fu coins. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Kung Fu coins, like Stratus and so forth, guys. Yeah, these coins are just like, and 10X, for example, right? People are like, oh my God. You know, remember, when, remember when 10X was the coolest thing as, you know, everybody thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. It was gonna No, be I don't remember that because I never thought that way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, were, you had more sense of that. But everybody thought 10X was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. It was going to kill it. It was going to monopolize the whole like, you know, payment card for cryptos. Where's 10X right now, guys? It's its market cap is $68 million right now. It is completely plummeted because it cannot it cannot do what it's going to say. Like it, it cannot do what it says, right? So it like back to what that, you know, that horse meme I showed you guys a while ago, that horse meme in regards to that horse that, you know, the white paper looks fantastic. The actual product is kind of makeshift. And um, you know yeah, that's, that's just what that's happens. great. With the uh, what he's referring to is uh, it's 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 broken in three pieces, right? So one one part is the <laughs> what is it the, uh, the 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 first half like the first third of the horse is like a beautiful spin, then the white paper, then the product, right? Yeah, yeah. then the product, and it just becomes like a joke, you know. Yeah. Theory is theory, guys. Remember that. There's a lot of theories out there. There's theories about levitating cars. There's theories about like you know flying saucers. There's theories about traveling all the way to Pluto. So there's a lot of hey, hey, hey let's there. not talk about Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm on. a big believer in Sasquatch. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying. You know, you know we love the Squatch. Yeah. You know, well, just, I'm going to go Squatch. Hey, Frank, you want to go Squatching this weekend? I, I, I listen. Florence, but, uh, I've got that. I've got that cousin I told you about. My wife's cousin. He's oh, yeah. legit. He's like been on TV shows and stuff. The guy's awesome. Watching, yeah. watching sounds like it involves lotion. What are you guys talking about? Squatching. Squatching. Where you know, two grown men go in the woods, try to find a really big, hairy man. Yeah, take photos. Sounds like lotions involved. I don't think I want anything to do with it. <laughs> we'll discuss this on the air. Yeah, gentlemen. if we're going to be persecuted for our beliefs, then we don't need to talk about it here. I don't like being ostracized. Sure. Yeah, okay, well, what's got Robert makes a good point. You know, Digibyte is five years old, guys. Um, you know, it had five years to do something. It has not done anything in five years. So, you know, a lot of investors rule of thumb, if something is not really triggering a, uh, a profit, you take it back after three years and you kill it. You know, that's just how it is. Mm. So Digibyte's been around for five years. It has failed to really do anything. And um, and uh, yeah, I'm just not impressed. That's that's my two cents with it. Now, can it do something in the future? Yeah, maybe it can do something in the future, but understand that there's a bunch of new kids on the block right now that are that are going to try to gun for that position. And, um, and it's gonna be a battle. And a lot of these new kids have a lot more money than these older projects. I mean, like I said, you know, look at Stratus, look at Pivx, look at, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, yeah, uh, Pivx, Stratus, uh, what's the other one? L Lix? Lisk. 
Look at Lix, you know, Lisp was the next best thing. Everybody thought Lisp was going to be, you know, the next blockchain creator. Everybody thought it was going to be the next Ethereum, right? Lisp took a huge hit back down. All this stuff like that, guys, just that's why we don't get married to coins. It just comes down to it. We just don't get married to coins. We play, um, play yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so let's uh, let's take a look at light. Oh, actually, sorry, you, you didn't go over, did you, buy? I'm sorry there. Um, Not much left to talk about. Um, you know, the, the concern I have, like, from a technical standpoint is that we've already broken the ascending trend line. So this is kind of like a short-term ascending trend line if you want to just connect two points, which I prefer to connect more than that. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a, a dirty trend line. Hold on, this is a dirty, dirty trend line. Um, and then there's this one here. Let me back up a little bit. So in a sense, we're kind of seeing this, the, the, which is actually normally a really good thing. You have four contacts on the daily with this trend line that goes all the way back, probably earlier than what we're looking at. I'm just looking at all year. Um, and the problem is, though, we just broke that. And so now we're actually at the point where we're going to start breaking through structure lows. And so, you know, that's the first time I've seen that with Digibyte. Well, I mean, chart-wise, we can look at it right now. It's the first time we've seen it with Digibyte in quite some time. Um, so not a very good look for Digibyte. But again, this is one thing that's important that a lot of traders, especially new traders, make a mistake of doing, um, is that this candle is a daily candle and it is not done printing. So we actually could see a retracement back upwards above this trend line, which would keep that, um, that ascending bottom trend line intact. So we have to wait for the candle to print. Don't get too excited just yet. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's DGB from a technical standpoint. Um, Litecoin, I think people want to look at. Um, I'll look at it because I like pain too. Uh, <laughs> so, oh man, he likes pain. He likes pain. You don't even want to ask him what he does. Yeah, it doesn't involve lotion. All right, so we got. Let's see here. This is the daily for Litecoin. And it's it, still on that hard support at 85. You know, we talked, we've been talking about this for a long time. That 85 um, Satoshi marker has been very, very strong for Litecoin. Um, but, you know, just like all heavy supports, guys, and heavy resistances, you keep triggering them, they are going to fall out. So just be very careful about that. That thing has been hit very many times now. Oh, yes, it has. Um, yeah, so it's just. Well, let's take a quick look at this, right? So talking about Digibyte, and you saw this ascending trend line. Well, that's what happens when it gets broken. You know, it doesn't always happen just like that. But once you start breaking ascending trend lines, if daily candle prints, it gets kind of ugly. Um, and the thing about the current market is that we're in a very defining time. As you spoke about earlier, you know, Bitcoin really is the linchpin. So if you were to beat Bitcoin down, then the rest of the market will go with it um, to a degree and that'll be a high degree and so you know um, we're seeing a lot of capitulation in altcoins seeing a lot of capitulation in ethereum um, so yeah litecoin uh, if i had to bet i'd say we'll go down from here because unless there's something i don't know about there aren't any new fundamentals there's nothing setting litecoin apart from bitcoin especially when you put it under the uh, equalizing lens of the lightning network um, i have had people say that the Lightning Network is, is some time off. I've had other people say that it's actually pretty close. Um, I'm not that educated on Lightning Network, but what I am educated on is taking a look at continuously falling assets where money continues to leave. Litecoin is one of them. So just from strictly a charting standpoint, Litecoin, I would not put 
my worst enemy's money into Litecoin right now. Maybe later. Yeah, um, it's been it's been very strong around that eighty five region. It's constantly, continuously bounced off that eighty five region up to like eighty seven, even at, at one point ninety three. Um, that eighty five is definitely the hard support, guys. You know, you know, this is how you identify hard supports. Um, you look at previous how many times it it's really held that support, and um, and eighty five is definitely very very. Um, important for Litecoin. If Litecoin were to drop below that, um, I'm going to post inside the room. I'm going to post an updated chart. We'll, we'll leave that for the room, but I'll post an updated chart on where I can expect Litecoin to go down to. As you know, a lot of people were a lot of people were giving me crap about um, about the fifty dollar um, what's it called prediction. You know, here we are back at $55 or something like that, right? And uh, if we're not careful, like we could go back to 40 bucks. You know, it actually did dip all the way down to like 48 bucks at one point. Um, we got to see where Bitcoin stays, right? So if Bitcoin does do a leg down, then I could, you know, obviously Litecoin in terms of USD value, Litecoin will go down to maybe 50 bucks, 50, maybe even drop down below it based on USD value. But of course, we're here to look at Satoshi value. So we'll have to keep identifying to see whether um, Litecoin prints below that 85 marker on the daily. And um, and we'll be keeping an eye on it. I, like I said, I'll be posting a chart inside of the Watchers Trade Room Um with uh with updated um scenarios for litecoin um also another thing guys i want to i want to talk to you guys about a few things so um I, we listen to you guys once again you know you guys have spoken uh we've listened to you guys a lot of you guys i know have regular jobs and you guys can't always tune into the morning shows with rogue money or even my show um as well as um the weekends you guys are typically there on the weekends as well as on the more in the evening time. So I'm actually changing my schedule around where I'm actually going to be working full weekends. We already work weekends like 10 hours a day, but I'm going to make it like full weekends where I'm in there like 16 hours a day on a weekend. Um, and, uh, and what's it called? Uh, the shows will be tailored more towards the evening time. So you guys can tune in, ask your questions and all this good stuff. So just understand that whenever you guys have suggestions, comments, questions um, at, uh, at Rogue News, uh, we do answer back to you guys. I'm looking at a nice uh, shorting opportunity on Litecoin. But Dude, I, I, I've been shorting Litecoin, you know that? I, I've shorted Litecoin for a while now. Yeah, I, short, I opened a huge short at uh, 93 on Litecoin and it's just been it's just been paying for my steak dinners nice steak <laughs> dinners well, uh, what do you guys think is there much else to talk about I mean yeah it seems somebody put this really well the other day one of my uh, kind of higher level trading group people groups um, that, that alts right now altcoins are essentially acting like leveraged Bitcoin like the downswings are harder um the upswings once bitcoin stabilizes can be harder so i mean look you know it's uh i'm just i'm staying clear of alts right now until uh bitcoin makes up its mind a little bit that's for the most part what i'm doing um you know and i've written these you know diatribes about this but the reality is is a good trader like knows when not to trade a good trader knows when to stay away from the market um most people who have jobs if it doesn't matter if you're like uh, more of a basic job where you know you might be um, doing something kind of simple um, or you might have like a high level job of some kind but most jobs are task oriented where like you are expected and paid to go in and do something right this is not trading is not a job um at least i don't take it that way i think anybody you know everybody do whatever they want to do and none of this is financial advice i mean this is all just for entertainment purposes and uh you know all that but you know, for me, uh, 
trading is not a job at all. Trading is trading. So there are the best way to trade oftentimes is not to trade at all unless you can trade in leveraged markets, um, meaning you can do you know shorts and stuff like that. If you're strictly just doing your you know your standard trading on Binance, then you know let's say if I'm doing my standard trading on Binance, then there are like oftentimes several days where I'm just not trading, um, and I've and I have made an immense amount of money not trading for several days watching my sats grow. So. Um, you know, that's, that's what I will actually leave everybody with is that. And of course, uh, you know, a thank you to, to all of the, uh, all the people who are in the room getting our entertainment, but a lot of people lately that are just really happy with the results. Um, again, you know, just to remind, uh, people of what happened last week was, uh, go back to the uh, Bitcoin chart here. Um, you know, I will hey, go down to the Bitcoin hourly chart here. Uh, you know, this box right here is where I got out. I set my stop losses. I told everybody, hey, I'm setting my stop loss right here. I wake up the next morning and, you know, we were like around, say, 7,000. We've gone down all the way here and, you know, oh, should we get back in? Is it going to bounce? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm doing. You can do whatever you want. I, you know, I don't tell people what to do, but I'm certainly not getting back in here. And we went all the way down right to exactly where I said we could go, which was 6,400. That's where we stopped. We had a nice week down here. We stopped at 64 for like a few days. So, you know, it's good to be right. Um, I'm not always correct, but I'm correct more often than I'm incorrect. And this is the reality. I know that a lot of people don't understand this, but with proper cash management, which uh, Crypto, Meko, Z, and I will, um, will do, we have a strict cash management program that we exercise. Talk about it in the room. We entertain people with what we're doing. We make sure that if we're stopped out of a given asset, we only lose 2% of our portfolio. There's a way to do that. Yeah. Uh, very well practiced. And, and what do we hear when we hear horror stories, whether it's uh, someone who came from another room and had a horror story or, you know, occasionally we'll have someone who's like, oh, I'm not doing well. I didn't, do, you know, and sure enough, when you when you look into what they're doing, it, it always comes down to that. They're not setting costs. Yeah. Or yeah, they jump on something. They they see something that one of you guys said, and they think ah, and they go they get all crazy with it. This is all about patience and maturity, and uh, knowing that the market's still going to be here tomorrow. It's about stop losses. It's about maintaining yeah. your portfolio. People, people just have to have to take it slow. People need to realize that. Guess what, guys? You know, if you're making, if you can make three hundred bucks a day, I mean, think about where you're going to be at, right? Three hundred bucks a day. Um, you're looking at one hundred eight thousand dollars a year in gains. Just make 300 bucks a day. You don't have to over, like a lot of newbies, they come in, they think they have to overtrade. They have to make these 20% gains every single day or they're not making gains at all. It doesn't work that way, guys. You make 300 bucks a day, you make like point, what is it? Point zero zero, like point zero zero five five um, BTC a day, you're golden. You're literally yeah, even that guys. for some people with smaller accounts. That's that's even. I mean, and yeah, that's, that's a lot. But I'm talking about like this yeah. is like. I mean, this is like the end game. If you're able to make yeah, this kind of yeah. money every single day, it just ramps up. And this is pure profit, guys. So that's what we're just trying to say. Like a lot of people just come in, they think that they have to make these 20% gains every single day. No, it's not true. You make 5% gains a day, or you make you know 3% gains a day, you you become a millionaire very fast. Very fast. And the last thing you know, at least for me, is that. With proper cash management, you can only have like a successful trade where you profit, say, you know, 30% of the time. So three out of 10, maybe a little bit more, um, like 33% of the time. So a third of your trades, if a third of your trades are winners using cash management and actually hitting profit targets, then it's profiting. That means that, that two out of three trades can fail but because you have stop losses set up properly. 
and I, you know, my stop losses are set so I don't lose that much money. But if I gain, I gain good money. So um, there was somebody in the room that said, hey, when I heard you say that, I thought it was all BS. And, uh, you know, now I'm kind of seeing it in action. So, um, so that, that's what I do. And hopefully we can see you guys in there. Uh, links in the description, cryptoschool.io. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd love to have you. And sign up for that newsletter. I, I, the link is there now. You could just go to watch uh, to, to um, thecryptoschool.io, and there's a button at the upper left that says newsletter. If you don't get yes. the pop up, yeah. or you could wait five seconds, count yes. to five slowly. Five. Slowly, yes. It's a good yes. newsletter. I'm I'm proud of it. I think it's gonna be very helpful. One, two, three, four, five. Not that fat. Not that five fast. Got to do the Mississippi's. Five seconds. Where we Mississippi's? Ah, ah, ah. We are out. Hi, you trout. We we gotta we gotta I gotta get off the internet. I'm looking at guitar.